To hear is one thing. To believe and understand what you hear is something else entirely. Let me make this point clear by sharing with you three little anecdotes that my sister sent to me a few years ago. A four-year-old girl was learning to say the Lord's Prayer. She had heard her mother say it many, many times. She finally decided to try it on her own. She said, Mommy, listen to this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us some email. Amen. My <laughs> father was reading Bible stories to his five-year-old son, Billy. He said, The man named Lot was warned to take his wife and flee out of the city. But his wife looked back and was turned into a pillar of salt. Billy said, But Daddy, what happened to the flea? Told to flee out of the city. And then this last one. After Mass one Sunday, a little boy said to the pastor, Father, when I grow up, I'm going to give you lots and lots of money. The priest said, Well, thank you, Tommy. But why? His daddy says you're one of the poorest preachers we've ever had. <laughs> all three of those children heard something, but all three of them misunderstood what they heard. That four-year-old girl's mother must have had trouble downloading her email that day. Little Billy didn't understand that flea was a command given to Lot's wife, not a companion of Lot's wife. And Tommy thought his dad was making a comment on the size of the pastor's bank account, not a comment on the pastor's speaking ability, or lack thereof. And by the way, Tommy and his father are not parishioners of St. Pius X, <laughs> to be clear about it. To hear is one thing. To understand what you hear is something else entirely. Today we hear the message of Easter. Over and over again, the proclamation, Jesus Christ is risen, he's alive, he's conquered sin, he's conquered Satan, he's conquered eternal death. We hear that message today, we've heard that message many times, right? But a more important question is, do we really understand it? Do we really understand the importance and the meaning of this decisive event in human history? It's not a sin to say that we don't or that we're struggling with the issue. After all, even the disciples didn't understand the resurrection immediately. Remember the encounter that Jesus had with two of them on Easter Sunday afternoon on the road to Emmaus. As they were walking along, Jesus appeared to them in his resurrected body, although the Bible says that they were restrained from recognizing him. And they began to converse with our Lord. And very quickly, the dis discussion turned to the tragic events of Holy Thursday and Good Friday. At one point in the discussion, the two disciples say, we were hoping that Jesus was the one who would set Israel free, indicating that they thought that our Lord had somehow failed in his mission. That, of course, was a gross misunderstanding on their part. And then they add, besides all this, today, the third day since these things have happened, some women of our group have just brought us some astonishing news. They were at the tomb before dawn and failed to find his body. 
but returned with the tale that they had seen a vision of angels who declared he was alive. Jesus responds to them, What little sense you have, how slow you are to believe all that the prophets have announced. Did not the Messiah have to undergo all this so as to enter into his glory? Jesus then gives them a sermon, a long sermon, a lot longer than one I'll ever give, that's for sure. And he helps them in that sermon to understand the prophecies of the Old Testament about his suffering, passion, and death. So it's clear from the story, in spite of the fact that these two disciples had already heard about the resurrection from Mary Magdalene and the other women, prior to their conversation with Jesus, they did not understand it or even believe it. The world today is full of people who call themselves Christians, and yet many of these professed followers of Christ also misunderstand the nature and the meaning of what happened on the very first Easter Sunday. For example, some think that the resurrection of Jesus was an experience the apostles had in their minds, like a dream or a mirage. Wonder what doubting Thomas would say to that. Pardon the pun, but no doubt he'd say, Look, friend, I know. I touched the wounds in his hands and in his side. It was no dream. Although in many ways it was a dream come true for me, for the other apostles, for Mary, and the other faithful women. Some think the resurrection of Jesus was like the raising of Lazarus from the dead. Not so. When Lazarus came back, he returned to this life, this mortal life, this earthly life, and he eventually had to die again. He was a man who had two funerals. Jesus rose from the dead to a life where there is no death at all. Some think that Jesus has risen from the dead and so heaven is guaranteed for everybody, except maybe a few dastardly characters like Hitler and Stalin. Wrong again. The resurrection of Jesus means that everybody has a ticket to heaven that is bought and paid for in full. But as some of us know from experience, you can have a ticket to go somewhere and never make the trip. It happens a lot nowadays. But as some of us know from experience, to actually take the trip, you need to pick up the ticket and use it. Faith and charity, rooted in God's grace, enable us to obtain and cash in on the ticket to the kingdom that Jesus bought and paid for in full for us. As our Lord said in Matthew 7:21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Now, does that mean that Jesus was raised only for good, holy people? Not at all. That's another misunderstanding. He was raised for everybody. And salvation is offered to everyone. But each of us has to reach out for that gift in freedom and in repentance. Reminds me of the story of a very holy woman I once knew named Anna Marie Schmidt. Anne Marie was a very good friend of my mother and grew up in the Czech Republic. She lived through the horrors of World War II, saw the Nazis kill members of her own family, some of her close friends, and she suffered imprisonment and torture herself. One day during the war, the Second World War, she came upon a seriously wounded Russian soldier lying in a ditch. He was very close to death. At that point, she had almost lost her faith, given all that she had been through. 
that this providential encounter renewed it. After she wiped his face and given him a drink of water from her water bottle, this soldier, who had grown up in an atheistic communist country, said to her, Can you tell me about the man? First she didn't know what he meant. He repeated himself, Can you tell me about the man? Many years ago my grandmother said there was a man who had died for me. It would help me and save me if I called out to him. So right there and then she told him about the man, the man who had died and risen from the dead. She baptized him in that ditch just a few seconds before he died. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead for everyone, even that Russian soldier. In his dying moments, he reached out for salvation and baptism. Some of us here have been baptized already, but we've committed serious sins which we think can't be forgiven. That's a lie. Jesus did not rise only for good people. He rose for us to make us good. All we need to do in some cases, if we're Catholic already, is make a good confession and we can start again. And finally, there are some who think that the resurrection of Jesus means that he's now up in heaven and no longer here on this earth. It's very sad that so many have that particular misunderstanding about the resurrection because it leads them to miss Mass on Sundays and Holy Days. The truth is, the risen Jesus becomes present to us, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist at every single Mass. As Pope Pius XII once said, Jesus Christ rose and ascended into heaven, but he never left the earth. He was speaking there of the Holy Eucharist. And of course, Jesus is present to us in many other ways as well, if we have the eyes of faith. As he said, I am with you always until the end of the world. To hear is one thing. To understand and believe what you hear is something else. Lord Jesus, we have heard the glorious proclamation of your victorious rising from the dead. Give us the grace to understand what we've heard and to believe it with our whole heart so that we will joyfully live our Catholic faith on this earth and someday share your resurrected life forever in heaven. Amen. <laughs>